0: BIRDS <laughs> CHIRP
1: Welcome one, welcome all, to episode 183 of the Xbox Expansion Pass, recorded on Saturday, June 24th, 2023. I am your host, Luke Lore, the Incibid Ghost, not joined by my co-host, the intrepid Captain Logan, but honored to be joined by Mr. Baron J67, Community Director for Level 1 Gaming, In this episode, we have a genuine bombshell bit of news coming out of the Activision Blizzard acquisition as the FTC versus Xbox trial has begun. Xbox has raised the price of consoles in several markets, and Xbox has confirmed that they've indeed lost the console wars. Hmm. Is it all doom and gloom or just a few weeks after this best E3 presentation ever? Is it a bit more complicated than that? As always, we hope you enjoy the show. Baron. we like to start the show by offering words of kindness to those who have made our gaming weeks better. But first, how are you, my friend? You know what? I am doing
0: pretty good. There's food in the fridge. There's a bunch of games to play. Mm -hmm. And it's it's I think we're looking at the new best year in gaming. Um, It it really it's hard to even imagine what's going to be game of the year. Like it, it it's it's there's games that get forgotten about. So we have so many games, so it's it's just awesome.
1: Oh yeah, we are we are eating pretty. This year, I think is the best year in gaming, yeah, even at this halfway mark. Uh because I think I feel like I'm eating pretty on triple A, Indian, and double A non stop. Yeah. It,
0: it it's it's ridiculous.
1: Are you doing well, though? Like, are things good? I don't think we've actually had you on the show. Let the people know no. uh, how you are. I know I've had David on before, but but this is your first time on XEP.
0: No, right? You need like a screen, like a screen board. Yeah. But no, um, you know what? I'm, I'm doing good. This is it's so great. Coming off of Summer Games Fest, my first time really being uh, not my first time, but being out around the community again, since, you know, that whole thing we've dealt with for the last few years. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's so dope being around people who you've always looked up to, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I I really appreciate like Jeff Grubb for having me on the giant bomb couch. That was Mm -hmm. such an epic moment. Like the night before, like where Phil Spencer was sitting, I sat in that same spot. And was being nice. interviewed in the same spot like mm-hmm. that that's like it, it's being in the same room um and i, I told them i was going to take something off the set and i definitely did i, I mm-hmm. told jeff grubb on youtube that um there's no way i'm coming to the fandom building and being on the set with all these dope egms and uh all, all just legendary prima guides and whatnot i was like i gotta take something he was like oh bro just take this and i didn't plan to do this but give me a second let's
1: yeah let's it. see it for those that don't know baron got to go to to e3-esque thing he sat on the giant bomb couch he was there let's see it oh snap the classic mortal
0: kombat 3 1995 uh electric gaming monthly egm I definitely walked away with this off the set. I know it's kind of blurred and you guys can't see it, but this I is a classic you. and shout out to Jeff Grubb. Um, he, it's, so um, cool. so just cool. being, just being able to be, um, recognized, being able to be, I got my Velari pillow, um, being able to be, um, Sitting amongst folks who, because you know, I'm not a formal journalist, you know, I wasn't formally trained. I shout out to fame David. He, um, I was a random guy on Twitter who was like, Hey, I want to, I've been thinking about writing, I've done YouTube videos and live streaming. He was like, Well, send me a sample. Mm-hmm. So to go from a Twitter DM a couple of years ago to being able to sit on the giant bomb couch during mm-hmm. Summer Games Fest or the E3 list, E3 season. Mm-hmm. Meeting publishers and voice actors and the IGN crew and um, the Giant Bomb crew and just like from a tweet to that. Like, exactly. so it, it's it's a heck of a journey, mm-hmm. but um, it, it it's crazy how many people have said yes over the years and given me a chance. And that's mm-hmm. those are all the people I'm grateful for, because all of this. Is extremely pointless if nobody says yes, like you always tell folks opportunities matter. And of Mm -hmm. course, you got to be ready to take those opportunities, you know, but somebody has to offer it or somebody Mm -hmm. has to agree. So to all the folks who said yes, thank you so much, because obviously it's led to some pretty epic moments and what's going on. I didn't mean to go on a soap. I'm sorry.
1: No, go on that. soap. We're here for that, Man. And now I do want to say for listeners that uh, are either new to the show or new to you. Um, obviously level one gaming. We've had David on before. Um, I've been fortunate to be a guest on y'all's show, but for anyone that's uh, uninitiated or uninformed, will you let them know about level one gaming?
0: Yeah. So level one gaming is a gaming news site where we focus on news and reviews and everything in between. Um, and also we like to boast that we're a platform to give people an opportunity. You know, if you want to come and build up your portfolio, hit us up. Like we're always looking for folks to come on and, um, we're still working on a way to pay people. We want to pay people, but it's just not that much revenue to pay people. Like Mm -hmm. this stuff's expensive on the back end. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we tell folks just come build your resume. We've had people go over to Bungie. Um, We've had people go over to um, I think we had somebody go to Bethesda as well. We've had people with bylines at Forbes and like it just pad your resume because how else do you get into the gaming journalism? Like Mm -hmm. I I, I use the air quotes for that because I am not a journalist like Mm -hmm. and I've met real journalists Mm -hmm. and I don't ever want to diminish what they do. And so for people who want to get into the game news, game writing, game coverage scene, content creating, we always try to make sure to have a platform for them to come and create. So, yes, that is level one gaming. We have a weekly show on Wednesdays 2 uh, XP. That's our flagship show. That's where you'll see some of our highest and most uh, outrageous moments. Um <laughs> We've interviewed some some big folks, you know, a couple CEOs, a couple devs, mm-hmm. voice actors, uh, other content creators within the space. It There's a lot going on at LV1 Gaming. It's a it's a small team, and there's a lot that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I will say to any listener that's unfamiliar, uh, something I found with Level 1 is they very much have the mentality that we share. It's rising tides, lift all boats uh multiple times you guys have helped me out you and i have dm'd nice regularly person. about yeah we dm regularly about uh connecting with developers or getting codes to, to review because gaming is expensive and it's tough to to you know review x x amount of games when so many great things are coming out um, and just getting in touch with people uh really appreciate the attitude and vibe of, of making gaming better that you guys have at level one um, it's it's special it's important it, it's it's the most serious thing
0: because there's there's enough eyes and ears for everyone mm-hmm. um especially for those on youtube like youtube as long as google's here youtube's here which at this point means forever um it there's an there's enough there's more than enough <laughs> like it's, there's not a a lack of eyes
1: <laughs> big time big time. Uh, so for that listeners, I will tell you, go check out level one gaming, uh, go check out, uh Baron J 67 of course, uh, the communications director for level one gaming, uh, always a big supporter of XEP as well. So we're here because of you guys and people, the way, the way that you guys do things. So thank you. Well, I would like to thank our patrons uh, for doing all that you do to support XCP and helping us get better because it has been on the back end the most expensive year in XCP history. That's for sure. Uh, you can support XCP by going to patreon.com slash Xbox Expansion Pass. Check out exclusive episodes of Creator Talk, which uh, most recently we had on the amazing Neo Game Spark, which was awesome. He's such a cool dude. Uh, prior to that was Miles Dompierre. Uh, And coming up next is King David from the Iron Lords. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Goodness knows we're going to hold the line on that one. That should be fun. So our tier two and three shout outs for this week, Mr. Robbie Bobby Miller, Silent Cypher, Xbox Skittle, African, AKA Charles Jones, Game Positive, Zach LeCoulter, Jam Pack Sam, Matt Valdez, Neo Prime 33, Rick Davis, Red Beast, Xbox Mike 29, Matt Without Fear, the Lord Sir Master James Suddy, Brendan Myers, a.k.a. The Winter Gamer, Sony's VP of Marketing, Mr. Kevin Butler, Clint Coombs, DJ Hero, and Dano 12. Thank you guys for supporting XEP uh, over on Patreon. It means the world. I've had a blast in our Discord this past week, so thank you. Uh, Baron, usually we do words of kindness, but we got all caught up. You are my words of kindness for this week. You're stepping in, helping out with Logan as he enjoys hanging out with his Sea of Thieves brethren. I've, he's been posting pictures, uh, having nice. a blast. Uh, you're my words of kindness, so thank you for joining me and filling in. I appreciate you. Do you have anybody that you want to shout out this week? Um, once again, Jeff Grubb
0: uh, for giving... Some random guy off the internet a chance to to grace the couch and hit the big stage. Uh, It's once again opportunities are everything, and much love to all those people who are definitely willing to take that chance and give us opportunities. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Agreed. Number three, he's a good dude. He's a oh yeah, human. Like I, I, that's that. I was shocked at how human because you know a lot of interactions through the internet. And so, to when you get to beat people in person, just how human and down to earth a lot of folks are, it, it's it, it was
1: refreshing. Yeah, he's a good dude. We've been fortunate to have him on before as well, um, and it's it's nice, dude. You know, nice dude. Well, uh, Baron, we got to talk Activision Blizzard because there's actual real news, real news. That involves actual bombshells of information uh, that is not clickbait, set in court, things that are are real and going to have impacts and ripples across the gaming industry. Uh, I did my best to break down the notes. I did a lot of homework on this one, but I did the homework as a result of some incredible journalists. And I want to specifically call out Rebecca Valentine uh, from IGN. Uh, Reb did some incredible stuff. We, we had her on the show years ago, but just... The, the amount of work that she and several other journalists have done have helped enthusiasts like me make sense of what's going on. And that has led to some actual real uh, revelatory statements med, uh, said in court. Uh, the first of which, again, I want to be very clear for listeners, not clickbait, not uh, not YouTube thumbnail type these of stuff. Are quotes. Yeah, these are these are, <laughs> are quotes. Goodness gracious. In the opening statements of the FTC versus Xbox, uh, it was noted that Jim Ryan did indeed lie when he went on a number of different interview sites and traveled the world uh, going to meet different regulators and such. uh, When he stated that he has fears of Xbox making Call of Duty exclusive and how that would be extremely detrimental to PlayStation's business, Um, it was revealed in court documents that emails with former CEO of Sony Chris Deering uh, that Ryan did not indeed believe that case he was not worried about uh, Xbox making Call of Duty exclusive uh, and that he had no fears of this due to conversations with Activision CEO Bobby Kotick as well as Phil Spencer uh, and even had reassurances from Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella In fact, he was just saying this in order to try and cancel the deal. A lot of statements and quotes about this. I know, uh, I forget her, like Lulu Chang, I believe it is, from uh, Activision has said as much uh, as well. But it looks like Jim Ryan was indeed lying. And that was the opening bombshell from that FTC courtroom. Uh, Pretty darn wild to think. I don't like that this is true, Baron, because... The meme of Jim, Lyon Ryan, I wanted that to be a meme games and a meme and funny. Yeah, nope,
0: it's true. You, you know what? Um, It shows how going back to the word human, because, you know, we think when people get to a certain position, it's not that they're infallible, but it's just we think you you put on this, the suit of armor and it's kind of mm-hmm. you stand there. You're stoic. You're the head of you're the head of Sony entertainment like you you, yeah there's no way you would sit here and say something so outlandish formally but
1: yeah like that's the exact thing because you have legal ramifications at that
0: exactly and what absolutely first off i'm i'm not once again only reason i'm actively into this is because this is like legit news Mm -hmm. right like that's that's a big part of this because i'm not a I'm not a business guy. I'm not a lawyer or anything mm-hmm. like that. I, I'm a consumer. I mm-hmm. consume video games. <laughs> right. Um, but what what this what this really showed is that they, they get pretty petty at the top. There's a lot of pettiness going on, and it seemed like they were leaning in to how ignorant folks are of the gaming space. Mm-hmm. Um I I'm not, I don't know if excited is the word. I, I look forward because I nerd out over some stuff. Like when it starts getting like this and it starts trickling down to us, mm-hmm. I wonder what this is going to look like for the future of business game, like gaming and the business end. Like, does this open the door and now more folks are going to pay attention? Are we going to see like a, a ticker tape of like <laughs> video game companies now? Are we going to start hearing about more often of like graphic cards and mm-hmm. processors? and controllers like are, are we going to be watching big news and a, a game like segment's going to pop up in the corner or mm-hmm. oh you guys keep an eye out activision has a new call of duty coming like mm-hmm. it, it's i because this is big news it's not just news to the gaming space this is news overall um but dude they are being petty and it's all gonna i don't i don't think they expected it to go to this point
1: Mm -mm. it's been interesting to me uh from the outside looking in watching the gaming journalists actual journalists uh Mm -hmm. kind of divest and, and break down this news watching uh kind of your cnn msnbc news levels tackle this stuff and then in between there i think are places like the verge which are Highly educated, but focused in this kind of space, watching them break things down. And I've been using the Verge's breakdowns. Tom Warren's been doing a great job there as well. Um, it's been interesting kind of seeing the levels of reaction. And one thing that's been very clear in in watching everybody break down this news is just how unprepared the FTC seems to be. Um, it was always the case that there, that, that, well, it was always, uh, Stated and and noted that their case was very thin, right? And oh, it was yeah. difficult to break that down away from console war fanboys versus business console war, right? But yeah. the FTC case is very thin. Uh, in short, it's like we don't want this to happen because it could happen, uh, and we don't. <laughs> it was very odd to watch the FTC kind of try to stop two American companies. In order to help a Japanese company, Sony's the market leader, definitively so. Yeah, in every metric. Nintendo is a comfortable uh, second or first, depending upon their Microsoft, decidedly third and fourth place, depending on the market. Uh, really interesting to watch the FTC try and stop this when it's, it's just such a thin case. And that's been very evident in the courtroom. Uh, we saw Phil Spencer go on the stand. <laughs> uh and genuinely crush it, which was
0: kind of yeah. cool.
1: She, he and Sarah Bond, who by the way is gonna be the next head of Xbox and has L2. to be.
0: Has to be. Oh. It has to go that way. When Phil's done, it's definitely Sarah Spot. Like if anything short of that, it I could see the, the internet uh getting a little
1: hectic. Yeah, big time. But they both seem to arrive extremely well prepared and handling the FTC's line of questioning very well. Uh, It was interesting to to note that the judge cut off the FTC's line of questioning multiple times because it contained circular arguments or lacked kind of sustainability, Um, which for a non lawyer person like me to know that the judge is doing that is like, oh, I didn't even know they could like, you know, you learn something new every day. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, please. No,
0: abs- what what actually really threw me off was, or not threw me off. Well, this reminds me of uh, what was going on with the TikTok stuff. That just how, arch I guess archaic is the word. Are mm-hmm. the people who are running and representing a lot of us? I'm mm-hmm. like we do you not have any cons like they should have had to go play video games or at least like sign (laughs) into an Xbox and sign into a a PSN account in order to, because how else do you comprehend and understand what's going on? How do you, unless you've played video games, you don't understand that call of duty has been multi-platform to the point to where it was on handhelds, um, for the past 10 plus years. Like it's, Well, longer than ten years. I keep forgetting how old I am. Uh, But, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but, what are y'all talking about? Like, why all of a sudden? Like, if this company is here about making, you're you're talking to the one company whose products, uh, who the parent company's products are global, Mm -hmm. like, and would be on other planets if we were there. So, to think that this global company wouldn't want more of their products to be global it just sounds ridiculous like at, at that level alone like if you went no further that level alone it it just doesn't add up so once again it uh, it's kind of embarrassing like because mm-hmm. these are the representatives that our people our citizens we voted in and they mm-hmm. just have no ties to a big part of the world it, it'd be like if they didn't understand how TV worked at all or television worked or how movies worked because this is the largest form of entertainment. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's something you should look at.
1: (laughs) A lot of the questions uh, that were asked seem to have a lot to do with exclusivity and such. Uh, They brought up quotes from Matt Booty from 2019 in which he said there's no effing way uh, that they would be putting Xbox content on competing services. But this was in response to NVIDIA putting Xbox content on their own service without permission. And the two companies have since Mm -hmm. rectified and signed 10 year deals. Uh, Xbox has been signing 10 year deals, not just to appease a courtroom setting, but because it's good for their business because their strategy has changed and changed drastically. Uh, We found in Sarah Bond's testimony that it costs more to run xCloud than it makes. It does make revenue, but in order to do server upkeep and keep everything going well, uh, it's actually costing them more money because that market didn't engage the way they necessarily thought it would, which is why it makes sense for them to put their content into other cloud services because that market didn't grow with the speed they thought. Uh, very clearly, Microsoft has stated uh, in court documents that they have lost the console wars without a doubt uh, and that their strategy has to change in order to. Uh, adapt, survive is is the right word to use in there. Um, but a lot of other revelations have come about. And I want to call out some of these and then we can talk about a few of them. Uh, lots of questions about Phil Spencer and exclusivity uh, a la Minecraft, like what's going on with Minecraft? Why was that exclusive, not exclusive? Uh, like what was the approach there? What did you do with ZeniMax once acquired? Uh, how did that impact uh, franchises like, like Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Deathloop, Ghostwire were all cited in there? Uh, interestingly Starfield was going to be exclusive until Xbox bought Bethesda um, you, th- you can look at what was going on with Deathloop and Ghostwire uh, and the direction that the deals that my uh, Sony was signing uh, they were actively signing third-party uh, agreements with companies in order to make them skip the Xbox platform effectively making them PlayStation console exclusives uh, so strong was Sony's lead in these markets as a result of many of these deals uh, and their own first party that when Activision went to go make Call of Duty for the ninth gen Xbox series consoles, they forced Xbox into a higher revenue share than they're getting on PlayStation. Uh, typically, the spread is 70, 30, meaning Xbox gets 30 percent of the profits. Uh, Activision would get would get 70 Uh, i hope i said that properly um the 70 30 is pretty standard across console spaces the part the manufacturer gets 30 percent the developer publisher gets 70 percent uh they were able to force xbox into an 80 20 deal because there were so few xboxes on the market the market was just smaller that's good business Mm -hmm. It's also douchey business um so like i don't want you
0: can doesn't mean you should
1: like yeah. yeah 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 But it's good business there. However, for that, that that showcases how weak Xbox is in the console market. That that Call of Duty could have effectively skipped uh, if Xbox didn't pay more. So Xbox had to pay more in order to keep Call of Duty. Uh, interestingly, Microsoft thought about skipping PlayStation uh, for Activision games and even considered making Minecraft Dungeons an Xbox exclusive at one point. Um, this part really blows my mind a little bit. Uh, Sony held back PlayStation Five dev kits, uh, which put uh, put development for Minecraft behind on PlayStation Five because Sony held back uh, dev kits from Microsoft, who are making you know Minecraft multi platform. Um, pretty darn fascinating, in a lot of ways. Go for it. Talk to me. So, like, pausing right there, it. <sighs> it's funny
0: because we goes back to the petty part Mm -hmm. and all you know, we've, I I know I have, I've joked about, I mean, what, I wonder if Sony is doing this, this and that, in order to patent the idea that Xbox is this giant monster Mm -hmm. um, within the cloud space, within the uh, gaming space. And they're going to be buying up everything. Like I wonder, I, I wondered and made jokes, if there was stuff going on behind the scenes to kind of influence that. And for Phil Spencer to get on the stand, this is not court. This mm-hmm. isn't an interview. This is under oath. This is forever in the books. Um, to say that these type of things are happening, it makes you wonder how much further it goes. Mm-hmm. Like it it definitely like a lot of the things we heard rumors of, uh, which I can't point to a specific one, but just the, I, you know, the things we joke about and um, behind room, like the whole talk of Square, you know, Square Enix and games we mm-hmm. kept away from Xbox are the throwaways getting sent to Xbox, but not the mainstay titles. I want now I'm starting to believe that there seriously is a lot of handshaking mm-hmm. and going on to make sure to ensure this company. Um, but, but let's be real. What did, what did Sony think was going to happen? Like you, you can't keep poking one of the richest companies in the world mm-hmm. and expect nothing to come of it. Mm-hmm. And this is, we're starting to see, Hey, they're just throwing money. at everything. Yep. <laughs> Like
1: yeah, we have it around it. now that now you're finding out.
0: Now you're finding out. And, and it's funny because I like to roll things back to how that would benefit me as somebody who's with PlayStation Plus now that I got my PS5 um, finally, and then uh, nice. my Series X with my Game Pass and you know Game Pass Ultimate. I I'm excited because now I'm imagining a world where we get even more triple third-party AAA and AA A titles. Included in PlayStation Plus and included in Game Pass, because mm-hmm. now the idea that there's behind the scenes deals going on is now public. Mm-hmm. Now people are going to be more a little more confident to ask for it. And people, I mean, by developers and publishers and whatnot, they're mm-hmm. going to ask for the deals now. And and now that it's not something we got to hide and be cloak and dagger about, maybe we'll get more of it. Mm-hmm. And I um I'm once oh, I'm so sorry. Ah, uh, uh, Discord. I, I wish Discord <laughs> recognized... Popular, I wish Discord recognized Zencaster. I really do. I wish it did. Mm, <sighs> it does make it frustrating. Uh, yeah, because it is ridiculous. Okay, sorry about that. But yeah, I I really I really hope that this uh, trickles down to us, mm-hmm. and which I can imagine because now they're going to be a lot more confident and comfortable asking these questions. Mm-hmm. So um, and request maybe devs will start reaching out for it. I don't know how that end works. Mm-hmm. Um I've heard when it came to like Game Pass that uh devs were talking about there's uh specific deals for each game yeah. and then there's money up front or they'll help uh and then you've heard with even with PlayStation they'll fund the de- the back end of the development and you know you you hear all these things but now that it's courtroom knowledge People right. can be like, hey, I want I want that this deal. But <laughs> is there a way we could get this? We got enough wish list and hype like those yep. <laughs> those us, throw
1: us in your ecosystem. We'll stay for a year and a half. <laughs> did, did you notice how Sony was uh, throughout the, the courtroom? Um, and I don't know if this made it into the specific notes that I made, but they're in a, a couple of the recaps. Sony very much was saying that they were worried about Xbox denying content on PlayStation. And saying, you know, citing multiple times, like, we don't want this to happen, this to happen, all the things that they themselves are doing uh, across their whole market, their whole market, (laughs) Square Enix. Like, I noticed a lot of what I would say lack of self awareness in the courtroom. And it was one of those, if the people who were hosting the trial knew, and all intents and purposes, it seems like Xbox is handling themselves very well at this point in the proceedings. By next episode, We'll have a final, we'll know what's happened. Yes. Um, because they've got, uh, it reassumes on Tuesday and it'll be done by as early as Wednesday. And then Thursday is an as needed day. Uh, Friday, we hear the, the results. Bottom line, it was very frustrating for me to, to, to note that PlayStation was saying, hey, we're worried about denied content while they're doing that exact thing. Across platforms such as Call of Duty. And I was like, that's exactly what you guys are doing. Spider-Man on Oh, come on. Come on. Like (laughs) like you're making the Spider-Man game Insomniac. No problem. That's yours. You bought it, you paid for it, rock on. But like in Avengers, like that's a strange choice. Um, doing exactly what they are fearful of Xbox doing. I
0: I I really believe, like you said, they were just leaning on the fact and they understood clearly that as big as this space is it's still very niche i i know that that sounds weird to say gaming is niche console gaming is still a very niche thing to the point to where the company who has been hiding content behind their uh their console uh taking and paying games to stay away from other platforms is able to go and tell first, you know, that whole thing. Who who tells first is right. who's. that's what happened. They literally was like, Oh no, we're worried. They're going to still, they're going to keep content. They're not going to share. What was, I was wondering if we were going to see anything. Cause I haven't dug deep into it. If we're going to mm-hmm. see anything about formally about game, them being worried about games being um, not up to par, um, you know, functionally, mm-hmm. Like, remember, because that was a thing that popped up a couple months mm-hmm. ago that they put out. Oh, we're worried they're going to give us a worse version of said mm-hmm. game, and it's like, well,
1: why would you worry about that? Is that something you did? Because everything you been... <laughs> held back dev kits and put put Xbox under the problem of of Minecraft, which would have been their exact reality. Well, well the PlayStation version's not as good because you held back the dev kit. See, the and again, this... this is news, not clickbait stuff. Yeah,
0: it, it's all coming to light and. To see that it is just as petty, if not pettier than we initially thought, is absolute chaos. This is chaos.
1: Yeah. I, like, it's, it's something. It's something. <laughs> I, uh, I do want to note we saw a couple other things like uh, Indiana Jones is going to be Xbox exclusive. That was confirmed in court documents. Outer Worlds 2 is still up in the air. Uh, At one point, I think I I may have already said this, uh, Starfield was going to be exclusive um, and is no longer and games are still uh, decided upon on a case by case basis, uh, which makes perfect sense. Right. Like when you look at Fallout and Elder Scrolls, a bunch of the live service stuff, Minecraft. Call of Duty it makes no sense for some of them to be exclusive it the numbers do not make sense to deny from such a big market share especially when you consider that uh from what from what I'm gathering in the console space it's a three to one Sony Sony easy. To Xbox ratio easy um, so yeah like it, yeah. it's been interesting to watch this trillion dollar company very clearly not winning yeah you know
0: Oh, man. And it, it's so weird because one thing I always joked about was I know f- it's almost safe to say everybody owns a PlayStation, mm-hmm. but I don't have that many uh, PSN friends. Mm-hmm. But then I go on my Xbox and I got a crap ton of, of friends. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, I, I don't know. It was, there's there's a bunch of reason behind it. I've always owned all consoles as best mm-hmm. I could. So to to, it, it just... I don't know, man. This is this is wild. I I really I really hope at through all of this we end up benefiting as people who um, utilizes the services. Um, because for me, it's just it's best value ever. Like I've saved so much money. Because yeah. if I had to buy all of the games that I've been playing, like come on, especially now. Them being seventy dollars for no god good given reason.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> What I have uh, taken away from this, because I mean, by the end, by the end of this, it'll be next episode and we'll have a definitive like this is going to happen or it's not. Um, I have for the last year or so not really had a dog in the race. I don't really care Mm. um, if Xbox gets Activision because I don't like I don't need Call of Duty to be exclusive. I will say in watching all of this, the way that I'm seeing kind of Sony's behavior, I don't want them to live in a world where they don't have competition mm. that that is a that, that is my so now i am on the the i know i'm an xbox content creator but like now i want xbox to win because i fear the business practice of any company mm-hmm. but one that's exercising the way that sony is i don't want them to not have competition i think it's healthy when we compete um so that is kind of my takeaway from all of this i'm like yo, know, i don't like the way y'all are doing business um, it is business, not personal. Oh yeah, this is business. Th- you know, I, I I don't want them to uh, to proceed unimpeded. I I wonder after all of this, even like
0: let's say the deal falls through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't see a world where Activision functions the same way it has in the past with Sony. Like or I can't. I? Yeah, because you you just don't drag all of this on like this, you don't mess with people's money. Cause let's talk business. Mm-hmm. You don't mess with people's money and then expect to just shake hands again. Like no big deal. Right. Um, I, I could see the way that things were in the past now flipping towards Xbox just out of sheer spite. Yeah. Um, similar to what we see with square Enix and Xbox. Now, I, when I say similar, I'm not talking about exclusivity because right. Activision at the end of the day still wants to make money. And we know there's a lot of, money being spent over with playstation that's mm-hmm. not even business that's just fact it just is what yeah. it is yep. um but i could see special deals i could see these games ended up on game pass for limited times mm-hmm. um i can i are uh, well yeah i could see that even without owners them owning i if you know a majority of your sales are mm-hmm. automatically with playstation why not get a guaranteed bag right from xbox and it's like hey just to kick you in the butt for putting us through all of this i'm gonna let them have it on game pass for six months
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and then your player base has to pay and we still win because we, we were gonna get we're money. probably gonna get more money than we would have if we'd only sold uh, the disc or the the codes or the you know i'm aging right. myself but if you sold the copies of the game that's probably a better word phrase to say uh, if you only sold the copies you probably would make more money getting that game pass stimulus package what i like mm-hmm. to call it and then sell like
1: normal on playstation at uh, you 100 like- <laughs> it'll be interesting to watch as we've seen xbox kind of in, the, in this past showcase like deals with capcom deals with atlas deals with ubisoft uh and will those companies knowing that call of duty gets an 8020 will they come for xbox and be like yeah they're getting 80 8020 you know like will that factor i'll be curious it'll be it'll be something to watch i guess we'll say yeah so but i'm ready for it to be done uh, yes. i'm ready for it all to be done i'm glad it's actual news as yeah. opposed to conjecture we'll see we'll see All right, Baron, let's see. Xbox prices are going up after how many years on the market? Goodness gracious, we are seeing Microsoft follow suit to match the price with PlayStation 5 in several markets around the world, except the United States, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, and Japan, meaning the Xbox is going up in price everywhere else. Xbox Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate monthly prices are also going up. Uh, Game Pass will go from $10 a month to $11 a month, and Ultimate will be going from 15 to 17 a month, uh, says Kerry Perez, head of Xbox Communications, uh, in a statement to The Verge. We've held our prices for consoles for many years and have adjusted the prices to reflect competitive conditions in each market, end quote. Hmm. Not sure I I like this in any way shape or form I'm not sure this is helping them I guess they're saying uh they're all if, if they're gonna sell a console in those markets they're gonna sell a console or not and that's kind of how it seems <clears throat> okay
0: I'm always against price increases especially for companies that are in making profit uh record profits mm-hmm. I don't there's there's very little you can tell me that justifies increases in the price when you're making and well, and it's funny because for like most people, when you say, oh, they're making money, it's like, oh, well they're making, you know, $10 per whatever. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. They're making like hundreds of percent (laughs) on their products. And you're making millions, if not billions in some cases. Um, So when you have the richest company on planet earth or one of the richest companies on planet earth, telling you that they have to increase the price of something to compete it doesn't compute i'm sorry like i <laughs>
1: it it's like i go to a store with a trillion dollar company like would you like to donate to charity yeah, yeah. i'm it's like yo dog what if you i'm at cbs trying to get medicine what like talking about round up talking about like what how
0: how are you even mm-hmm. talking to me right now <laughs> like mm-hmm. you guys should be giving me a donation <laughs> like mm-hmm. here's a bonus for shopping with us mm-hmm. um and it, it just so i there there's i was mad when the four for four at wendy's went up like I, <laughs> like it, it just I, and it's funny because a lot of people on the internet was like oh it's just a dollar you know it's it was bound to happen I was like it didn't have to though like mm-hmm. that's that's the thing it truly did not have to just like Mm -hmm. when the price of games went to 70 it was because one company decided to do it and then everybody else was like well we got to match the market and like
1: (laughs) i'd be be fine if markets dictated things when if ceos didn't get multi-million dollar raises like how much money do you need bro like if you're making 10 million dollars you don't need 11 like what's the as
0: somebody who's not dirty rich, I, I couldn't comprehend the difference between having 10 million and 11 Like I, I truly mm-hmm. like what's world changing about that? But then again, I don't like to watch people's pockets, but at the same time, I do watch my own. Right. And I it's it's really hard for me to fathom and justify and get behind one of the richest companies out there mm-hmm. trying to convince me that this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like w- what made What made it different from the last year, two years, Mm -hmm. five years? You've been making, you've been toting, you've been making record numbers. It's profitable. It's this and that. And when companies of this scale say profitable, it's not just like a dollar in the over, you know, our margin. No, Mm -hmm. it's millions, Yep. sometimes billions. Mm -hmm. And so to, it, it just, I'm sorry. Like that's I frustrating. I know there's people out there who are like, but they need to make their money. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm a consumer. I'm a consumer first. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I am.
1: And I am not going to happily consume this. And, <laughs> and, and just to be clear for listeners, the series S not going up in price anywhere. Um, so it's just the series X, but I'm still offended by the subscription costs going up mm-hmm. uh, for sure. For Do sure. you want me to give you my theory about that? About the Series S. Okay, so
0: I, I said this on 2XP. Um, do you from remember gaming.com. from LV1Gaming.com? Um, but do you remember um, when the PS4 made the shift away from just selling PS4s? What do it, you mean? It, um, it went from PS4 to PS4 and a game. And then okay. the, price, the price went up and then they stopped just selling. Remember, it almost became impossible just to go buy a PS4 like fresh out, out of the box. Um I,
1: I don't remember this. But yes. I you.
0: So what we're seeing now, I, I think I'm jumping ahead, but you see with the new uh, the new series S with the one terabyte. What if we see a situation because the price is higher on that bad boy? What if you see a situation where they just kind of slow down on production of the regular series S? So it's not that we're increasing the price. It's just we're no longer really making them. So if you get one, cool. But the only thing you're going to be seeing from now on is the black variant with the terabyte. So we didn't raise the price of the Series S. We just kind of flooded the market with the one terabyte version. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you're really able to find. Um, because I remember that's when I jumped into the PS4 when they slowed down production of those bo- the single PS4 boxes. And they started going on sale. This is around the time of the death of Kmart and um i remember like going out and trying to get one cuz it was a way cheaper version it was like 60 bucks $70 cheaper it was a crazy it was a crazy number but now or at least then you could only get a ps4 that came with a game mm-hmm. um but yeah so
1: interesting
0: i, I think we're going to see something like that
1: i think uh well first of all i like your theory it's fascinating i'm yeah. curious to watch it but i don't watch Console boxes as much like I should because now that I have the system, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It was it was interesting in the ABK documentation that they they believe the new console generation will begin in 2028. That's partially perhaps why they're not doing mid gen. Oh, this is
0: around the (laughs) corner,
1: right? Uh, And we're just now getting Series SX only games.
0: Like three
1: years in. But separate from that, it was cool to see after the showcase. Uh, the skyrocketing on online sales of series S and X consoles. Now who knows the sustainability in that the lead of PlayStation is so far ahead. Um, It'll be interesting to watch, but I, I'm, I really feel like (laughs) this is well-timed from a business sense for Microsoft knowing they're, they're not going to sacrifice the U S the EU and such in terms of, uh, I'm sorry, the U S or Japan or certain certain Mm -hmm. places, but like, Hey, uh you want that you want our console you want to play starfield you want to clockwork like all these games they believe are going to be hits um notice they didn't do this before redfall um Ooh. Uh, it still hurts me I, I like redfall and it's not good <laughs> but i really like it i have a lot of fun with it hey I, um, I
0: play i play a lot of jank games like i play like elix and whatnot so like for me yes. it, it's find yeah the fun. Find yeah find the, the fun. fun the fun factor has to be there but it is weird like hearing gunshots and not knowing where they're coming from like i didn't realize how spoiled we were as
1: gamers until no. that <laughs> but, yeah yeah but i maintain like i i will consider it a privilege if i ever get to talk to the redfall team to talk you mm. know just to find out what's going on when they make games two even update one noticeably like they that patch really did a lot um it's not quite ready for everybody if you're on the fence hold off a little bit longer um Hold the line. <laughs> hold, yeah, hold the line. I'm excited to talk to David, man. Subscribe right? to Patreon. It helps a lot, guys. Um, all right. So, uh, Todd Oxtra, staunch supporter of the show, he wrote in over on Twitter, and he's a patron of the show. He said, Is there any reason we haven't seen Xbox Game Pass Family Plan launched yet? I think it, the cost increase would look good uh, as a good measure next to. He said, he, Let me back up. He's saying it would look good if they announced the family plan next to the cost increase, it would kind of ease the burdens there. Um, I would have thought we would have seen this kind of in this E3 window. Mm-hmm. We didn't. So I don't have a good answer for, for Todd. Um, why wouldn't they? It, I can't imagine it's ABK related.
0: <sighs> um, Maybe it is as silly as that sounds okay. like because you got to think that would be a dope way to increase. I, I know a lot of folks who would gladly like, oh, hey, we're within the same country. Because I believe that were some of the stipulations. I don't remember exactly, but you had to be within the same country and you got up to five accounts mm-hmm. um, with within that. That would increase subscriptions ridiculously. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember we joked about it on LV1Gaming.com. Um, we joked about it like, oh, well, it's five of us here on camera right now. like It would seriously just work out perfectly for all of us to just join up. And that... You know, you would bring a lot of people into the ecosystem and you it clearly with whatever with what was going on with Starfield controllers. I see you got one behind you, I got one up here. Um and uh the games, like I bought the collector's edition immediately. Um, we clearly can see that Game Pass doesn't stop the sale of games. As mm-hmm. somebody who's been a Game Pass member from jump, I didn't yep. spent a lot of money on Starfield,
1: mm-hmm. um, even and though I, I didn't have them. to. Yeah, they're, they're like, hey, yeah, you get it in Game Pass, but if you pay thirty bucks, you can get the steal. But okay, Luke Lores in line. You know, like I got to, I could just wait. My impatient ass is like, so, you know so what it. I need? I need five days early,
0: bro. Okay, <laughs> like, so like, the thing yeah, that that hurts uh, me, yeah, it's 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 during tax West. The, the five days is literally during Pax West because Pax starts uh, the first, and I, the game comes out the sixth. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I'm, I'm going to be thank God for cloud gaming." But mm-hmm. um, but then it's like I'm going to have to actually have somebody at home open my collector's edition to get to the code mm-hmm.
1: today. Th- <sighs> I'm sweating. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. You're like, <laughs> oh, and let this is this is not related. But like I just saw the release date for Sonic Superstars, one of my most anticipated games. October 17th. October is murdered. Leave it alone. Stop. Stay wait. November's a good month, y'all. So is December. Do you think oh. we're gonna see any delays just for the show? I this is okay. Is in there now too. Like
0: more, is, Mortal, like is the- Mortal Kombat October?
1: Let me uh, uh scroll down on your notes. Scroll oh, down on. Oh, you your do notes. have everything. I, I don't know if I put Mortal Kombat in there. I think I need to now. Okay. Oh, Mortal Kombat's not on that list. Okay. But um no, but in October, yeah. We've got Well, Phantom Liberties at the end of September, then you got Motorsport, Mirage, Alan Wake, now Sonic Superstars which I need to add in uh is in there. Spider-Man 2 which isn't on this list. I need to add that in there. Mortal Kombat somewhere in there like This is nuts. Not okay. It's not fair. It's I
0: it's think. not. It's not. And like poor wallets. Like I I just poor wallets. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about what happened with what was it this month? I mean, you had Street Fighter and Diablo Four, mm-hmm. two consistently online games. Like it, it just
1: makes the case for Game Pass because if you have Game Pass, you're saving money on Starfield and Motorsport. Yep, uh, for sure. Exo Primal. And- XO. Um, yep. That's I wouldn't be, be shocked if
0: we see Aliens: Dark Descent get on Game Pass. Definitely. Um, I hear it's good though.
1: I hear it's good. Yeah. It just. I, I know. I know. <laughs> um, it got it, it. Let's. Hey, who knows? After Friday uh, next week, maybe. Maybe Diablo. Nah, Diablo won't make it there. I'm just kidding, y'all. Come on. I, hey, I <laughs> I'm wouldn't telling you, man, that game's so good. That I game so good. I know. I I was running it last night. Like, oh lord. Yeah, you would have gotten these notes sooner, but the world boss was at 8 30 this morning. I was like, Well, wow. I gotta beat the world boss again. See? Like, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> need those sweet loots. Loot. I know, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, all good. All good. <laughs> oh man. All right. So let's get uh before I get you out of here, because I know you're on a time crunch. Uh I want to read the amazing jam pack Sam. He played Crash Team Rumble for us and gave us a quick blurb on it. Of course, that game's out now. I was not a fan of the beta. Sam uh, used my code for for impression reviews, and he said, Crash Team Rumble uh, definitely won't be for all fans of Crash, but it's a new skew for the franchise that brings plenty of fun party game elements to make the game uh, fun and easy to pick up and play. The objective is simple. Collect the wampa fruits for your team. The roster of characters and abilities adds enough variety to cater to all types of players. Uh, dis- defensive players have brawlers. Boosters help activate relic stations to support the team. And scores are perfect for people who are ready to focus on the sweet wampas. Whether it's a quick match before work or playing a couple hours in the evening, Crash Team Mobile brings a zany Crash Bandicoot action with a MOBA twist. Uh, that was Jam Pack Sam. Check out his channel. He's amazing. Uh, and a supporter was, of the show. That was a solid impression. Like it was a good it. one, right? Like He did, yeah. he did well there. Yeah, um, that, was, that was good. Did you play the beta <laughs> at all? Did you? No,
0: it wasn't for me. Look, it was man, not for me. It's Steam Next Fest right now. It's uh,
1: <laughs> Diablo. It's yeah. Street Fighter 6. It is... oh, I, I played a little bit, and I haven't played enough to really talk with authority, but I've been playing the stress test from Mortal Kombat 1. Ooh... Man, I love Street Fighter Six. I was not a Mortal Kombat guy. I like Mortal Kombat, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. of the two, I, I always skewed to the half circle yeah, uh, yeah. style of fighting versus the tap taps. Um ugh, Mortal Kombat one is so good. Just yeah. the stress test. I'm like, oh, this feel this is so smooth. Like it doesn't do it. Like anybody's a fighting game fan, Mortal Kombat one, like I'm telling you right now. Ooh, good. See,
0: I've I've never been serious about fighting games outside of like arcades, like mm-hmm. going, you know. Um, so this is the first time that I can actually remember where I'm like trying to get better, and I'm running through the training. I'm mm-hmm. practicing my combos. I'm learning that modern controlled camis are evil incarnate and belong in Diablo Four. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it's a it's I don't know what it is if it was me feeling FOMO or me hitting a different point in my life to where the ability to pick up a game and within 30 minutes go through like 10 matches. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, you know, because we're adults, families, and, you know, so to be able to pick up something and really invest that time, that small amount of time while getting better. So I, I don't know what it's doing for me, but I'm, I usually play every day. I'll, every nice. day I usually get a couple matches in, like just to, to stay on it i'm working with chun lee uh luke and um i tried ken ken's a little much for me Um, i'm struggling with ken i love yeah
1: yeah it's hard i love street fighter myself but i'm i'm not as good as i was when i had my street fighter four stick and like even now like i'm getting wrecked now i played with elu from season gaming when I tell you, Baron, that this man played with one eye closed, I'm pretty sure he tied an arm behind his back and was on one foot, and still—and I mean, like, not even close—wiped the floor with me. He's like, "Oh, I use a character I'm not good with." I got beat so bad that, like, all I could do was sit there. It was like it was—I I just kind of looked in the mirror and I just was like, "Oh my god, I'm not good at fighting games anymore."
0: I didn't. Know- I didn't, I learned a lot about myself with Street Fighter. I didn't know, I I always heard I was stubborn. You know, people tell you you're stubborn, but I sat there while they were live. Shout out to Struggle Gamers. They were live. He Mm -hmm. easily beat the floor with me like 17 times in a row. Like it was, it was a stupid number. And I just kept loading back up. I was like, no, like I'm not, you're like, and then I almost won a round and that was enough for me. Like I would have bragged. I would have bragged. Oh, I'm that guy. I will lose And then that one win will be enough for me to be champion, king of the castle. Like it, 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 you can't
1: tell me nothing. Well, I beat you. Yeah,
0: I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) It's like when we we reload a boss in a game, and then when we, yeah, I beat that game. Yeah, took me 17 tries to beat that one guy, but but I I won. I I won. You can't tell me anything. I won. Made that (laughs) good. Oh man. All right. uh, Let's get to Edward Varnell's question, and then get you out of here. Uh, Edward Varnell, an amazing supporter of the show as well. Thank you guys for writing in, tweeting in uh, your questions over in Discord. If you're a patron, you can drop your questions in at all times. Edward writes, Do you think Microsoft and Nintendo have a strong fall lineup after showing their presentations? Not saying Sony doesn't have much planned first party-wise, but a lot is still up in the air with console with that console for the future release. I mean, Microsoft looks great with Starfield uh-huh. and and uh, forza nintendo with the new mario uh, and likely content you get for zelda i think they look strong but like don't don't slouch on spider-man man like the most popular character in the world if not the most in terms of superheroes yeah Batman and spider-man that bounce back and forth and i'd say right now with dc bro, uh <laughs> spider-man is up there i mean especially after beyond the spider-verse or across it, the
0: spider i'll say in terms of like the just regular folks out there walking into a Walmart buying a game, Spider-Man is more than enough to carry the second half of the year for Sony. Like mm-hmm. now on our end of it, you know, the very vocal minority like just circle of gamers who like to yell on Twitter, right. No, it's not um but the sales will trump our feelings. <laughs> it really really, like spider-man is spider-man like there is no spider-man is a dollar statue yep spider-man's a console mover spider-man is a console mover if if people didn't have a ps5 they're gonna get one now like it's it's one of those type of games so if sony does nothing else Outside of continue to push third party games as if they're their their own and push Spider Man, they could still mess around and have like the best year.
1: Yep, <laughs> like, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's just that way. Like Spider Man is that good, yeah. and, and um, if it, uh, Nintendo doesn't show their numbers, but I but I would be willing to bet that Spider Man outsells Mario this year. That's a tall order because there are a lot of switches out there, and that's older yeah. tech. you have had switches in 2017. Um, but Spider-Man, there's a world where that happens. I don't oh, know. Yeah. You 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 know what I
0: love? I love that Nintendo is so almost like ethereal. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they are. It it like I don't even and I know it's not right, but I don't even like speaking about them within the same realm because they get to do things like release a game and then pull it away, and that's yep. Like, what was it? That, that Mario. That? Yeah, that
1: Mario something. It was a limited time release. Our collection. Yeah. Like, like, how I do bought you do li- it. Yeah. I bought it. I, I haven't turned my PlayStation or my Switch on in years. But but this is
0: the company that can do that and nobody will argue against it. Mm-hmm. They can release Pokemon and like in the worst state ever and nobody will care. Yeah. Um. It's just it's a whole different entity, even though a lot of people don't like that. But it just it is what it is. They can do whatever they want.
1: <laughs> yep that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> well uh, we aimed for an hour so that we could accommodate your family gathering as my friend uh, please let people know where they can find you on the socials Uh, And where to find your content, Baron. I'm so grateful you joined us today.
0: Oh, no. Thank you so much, Luke, for having me, man. This has been epic. You can find everything I create on LV1Gaming.com. LV1Gaming.com. (laughs) YouTube.com forward slash LV1Gaming2020. Um, And for me personally, it's BaronJ67 anywhere I want you to find me. Steam, uh, all these other social media places, Baron j67 but yes thank you thank you thank you this has been this has been awesome to actually talk about ABK with like n- not speculation but yeah. facts Re- and real quotes. information because <laughs> yeah. do you gotta th- it's been has it been years of this yeah at least a yeah at least a uh, year and it just oh well what do you think and what are yeah. you thinking well maybe but yeah. to have this is what is happening in a in a courtroom mm-hmm. oh man yep. it feels good it feels like it's coming to an end and i'm at a point now where i just i'd rather them just flip a coin like i that's where i'm at I,
1: I would have said that until i saw the way some of this stuff came out now i'm like no i hope like. Activision and i hope it goes through right um <laughs> I, but i wasn't on that petty train until this past week, where I'm seeing the lies and people be the deals that are being cut. I'm like, yo, that's not good for gamers. Stop that. At all. Um, and they're not our friends. None of them. None mm-hmm. of them. I feel like I could be great friends with Sarah Bond uh, or or Phil Spencer or whatnot, but like in their roles, this is business. They are their business. Yeah, and I think people need to remember and respect that. So. Look, if you guys uh, enjoyed the show, please consider subscribing or clicking like, going to a platform that you don't use or use and go and rate the show. Um, And then really and truly, I'm so close to a couple goals over on Patreon. It would mean the world if you guys check it out over there at patreon.com slash Xbox expansion pass. Thank you all for listening. Have an incredible rest of your week. Take care, everybody you oh.